Hello and welcome to our Singles Going Steady podcast 092. Uh, this is a little addendum we've, we put on at the beginning. Um, this is Stephen. And this is Adrian. And um, unfortunately, there have been developments since we recorded the, this podcast in December. Yes, this one is about uh, one of the bands uh, that's really been influential to us, and especially me in particular, the Gang of Four. And we, uh, we recorded this around the beginning of the year. And then we sadly found out in February 1st, um, the leader and uh, guitarist and uh, sometimes singer of the band, uh, Andy Gill, has sadly passed away. Right. And, you know, we're recording this today in uh, July of 2020. And of course, 2020 has just been, uh, uh, talk about it, uh, (laughs) a rough time and a cerebralist. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and Andy's death is still under investigation. Mm -hmm. Uh, He became uh, ill inexplicably. much, where his health declined rapidly. rapidly without explanation, multiple organ failure, system failure. Um, and the band had been touring China yeah. in December. So the speculation, since the the doctors were really puzzled at the severity and the suddenness of his decline. They said pneumonia, um, right? Yeah, but but the way it became, you know, mm-hmm. with the way it behaved on his body was not characteristic right. of how you would react to pneumonia and how you would respond to drugs geared towards um, addressing pneumonia. And um, his widow began to think that perhaps he was an early um, uh, early COVID early COVID patient. And um, there, there's a fascinating. Um, and um, you know, sad uh, interview that she gives that we'll post a link to right. at the website where she talks about you know puts together all the evidence. She's a writer, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, very well placed for being you know if you had to have someone survive you and 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 figure out what had happened to you, she she was um, you know she was very well equipped for that and. Uh, putting together the puzzle that perhaps there had been this small cluster of, of COVID um, uh, infections around those connected to Gang 4, the tour, and then caring for Andy. Um, one of the interesting um, things medically is there was a, a cluster of folks with um, with conjunctivitis, the, mm. the eye infection, yes. uh, which is not something, you know, that's a, a typical kid pink eye sort of right. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but people who had been involved with caring for, for Andy, fa- friends and family, there was a, a lot of incidents of conjunctivitis. So there was clearly something going on, um, some sort of uh, infection connection between um, uh, people connected with him and um, whether it was COVID or not, we'll find out. They're actually doing testing now right. on some of the, the tissue and samples that they have. Um, so this from, is very sad. This in the hospital. First time we've had to do this. Um, we've lost another giant of post-punk music. And uh, but the we believe that the uh, 
podcast is more of a celebration of his life and his music. And instead of using our normal Beef People songs at the beginning and the end, we're going to uh, play a little bit in the intro of Run the Jewels from their new record, uh, doing uh, uh, The Ground Below, which has a, a very prominent Gang of Four sample in it. And at the end, we're going to play uh, one of my later bands doing uh, To Hell With Poverty. So it's all Gang of Four. Um, it's about the yellow EP and there's a lot of really good stuff in there. I hope you'll listen. All right. So that's that. And uh, please enjoy the podcast and everybody hang in there. And listen to some Gang of Four. RTJ. Tokyo and I'm Godzilla Playing blackjack versus death gun on the car dealer Just bought a demon, I'm screaming about the car dealer the Last temptation of Mike, but I'm a god digger Tell me as a bob that the god don't need a job And if I did, the oligarchs would be missing, murdered, and wrong This is Bonaparte and he paid with Tucson And they went on a world conquest, tear your bone apart Michael remained murderous, but still virtuous Wait to kill the petty, you found out the church services Not a holy man, but a moral in my perversion. So I support the sex workers unionizing their services This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madoc. And I'm Steve McGowan. We are in a band, The Beef People. We recorded a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records, and we are record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single, or sometimes EP, recording. (laughs) Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single, or sometimes EP, is what propelled us to begin this podcast. Albums are straight out. Albums are right out. Unless we feel like it. Unless we feel like talking about an album. Um, Today is uh, Singles Going Steady 092. And we have a very interesting band, uh, one of my favorites, a band that doesn't sound like anybody else, right. really. Right. It's hard. To, there mm-hmm. are no comparisons. Yeah. Um, they are called the Gang of Four. Uh, they're from Leeds, England, um, considered a titan among post-punk bands. And as you might have guessed, we don't have a single we're going to talk about today, but an EP. And mm-hmm. is it really... And, I think from a marketing standpoint, this was their label's mm-hmm. attempt to break Gang of Four in the United States. Right, right. So this is a 1980 release. It's called the Yellow US, EP. Right? Yeah, Ye- was, yellow EP. It was yellow. I, yellow I rem- cover. Yellow cover. I remember buying this myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Warner Brothers had several groups that it was trying mm-hmm. to, you know, a little bigger taste than right. a, a single. Um, I remember very well that there was a display that had this in it. And, and a couple other bands, I'm yeah. thinking there were four, but yeah. maybe it's just the Gang of Four taking over my right, memory. Right, right. I don't recall what the other groups were, but it was mm-hmm. this was the calling card. Yes. Here's, hey, kids, try this. So a less um, mm-hmm. less commitment than a full album, but you know, a little little broader sampling than you would get on a single. And the band is from Leeds in the north of England. Um they uh, started off on the independent label Fast Product, Fast Records, 
and then they went to EMI, and this particular EP... In the UK. Yes. This particular EP is the Warner Brothers American um, taking some of the singles and the B-sides that they did for EMI. This is in between their first record, Entertainment, which is quite an iconic, amazing record, and before their second record, Solid Gold. (laughs) So it's a little bridge EP. And um, there are four songs on here. Um, we said they were post-punk, which means they have kind of a sparse so- a sound, very funky. They're, 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 but they're also sort of angular and mm-hmm. pointy. Uh, yes, very dry. Yeah. Um, and a very interesting guitar tone and approach from Everything Andy is Gill. interesting, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, bands that we would compare them with that we've talked about probably would be Pylon. Yeah. Um, maybe the Method Actors a little bit. And I hear a little Mission of Burma yes, even. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mission of Burma was... I mean, I don't hear it is that, that right. I don't believe they were influences, but things that... Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not so sure maybe the, the influence goes the other way, but the, that there's certainly elements that you would hear yes. that it would be in common with all those things. I remember reading an in- interview with uh, Mission of Burma, and they, they opened for a gang of four, and uh, at the sound check, they were like, oh, this is this is our band. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they were like, yeah, they were, they were friends immediately because they, they're kind of in the same thing. One of the things about this band with a name like Gang of Four, uh, should we talk about the Gang of Four? The, the, the real of, Gang of Four? The, yeah, well, boy, it's turning to like a, uh, another a, history lesson. Right, yes. a little bit of our poli sci um, mm-hmm. uh, antecedents are, are right. showing here. Gang of Four was uh, a, a group of. Um, well, non-Maoists, Maoists right. who mm-hmm. got on the outs with Mao, right? Um, Chinese communists who mm-hmm. um, were in disgrace, right, right. Mm-hmm. and um, did not meet a good end. Yes, so uh, uh, we won't was go. Was Mrs. Mao in that group? I, was I thinking, can't remember. Yeah, I, I, yeah she, one of the Mrs. Maos may have right. may have been disappeared. So we're talking Mao, yeah. Mao Zedong. Sent to the, the farm, perhaps. Chairman Mao, mm-hmm. the yeah, spiritual mm-hmm. and political leader mm-hmm. of the Chinese Communist Party. As with a band uh, with a name like Gang of Four, their lyrical content is uh, very um, strident, very polemic. Yeah, yes. polemic is probably mm-hmm. the, the most apt word. And uh, and there's like, mm-hmm. the, they, they live the personal mm-hmm. is political, the right. political is personal. Right. They have a lot of commentary on, um, you know, like societal roles yes. and, and, and mm-hmm. stultified um, sort of feminism. Uh, social roles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, criticizing, um, you know, mm-hmm. anti-feminist uh, right. social structures. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first song, we're going to play you the first song. It's called Outside the Trains Don't Run on Time, which uh, is a definite Mussolini reference. Um, the fascist Italian uh, right. leader so. of the World War II so this, era. So this punk rock kid, you got to keep up on your history if you wanna if you wanna um, go along with it. So let's hear Gang of Four from 1980, the first song on the Yellow EP, "Outside the Trains Don't Run on Time."
So this um, song talks about um, nostalgia, discipline, order. The train's not running on time, and the the person in the song wanting the trains to run on time, which is you know of kind of a famous a fascist slogan. Right. They, um, they what, made the trains run on time. You and know? you know that was order, uh, discipline. That that was what led mm-hmm. to the rise of mm-hmm. Mussolini, Italy. You know mm-hmm. that he would bring order. Right. That you know sort of calling back to the heyday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, of mm-hmm. Roman yes. leadership, right? Let's exactly. make Italy great again as it right. was in the you know, last millennium. Right. Um, I love the, the guitar sound in this. You know, it, there's the funky bass in the in the background, which is kind of a constant in uh, Gang of Four, but uh, Andy Gill's guitar is just... He plays in a manner that, that I've never really heard anyone play before. It's kind of hard to explain. It's percussive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It almost sounds... Angular, you, angu- you said before. It sounds almost like they're hitting mm-hmm. found objects, yeah. right? Or um, hitting the wrong notes, but they're not. It's dissonant, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not... Uh, it, it's not wrong, right? right? I mean, it, it's intentionally discordant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, that, but that leads to the feeling of imbalance mm-hmm. yeah. and... You know, certainly that mm-hmm. is that's what causes the panic in, in mm-hmm. the, you know, leads to the rise of fascism, people yeah. feeling off kilter. It's not power pop. Unfamiliar, right? This, this, the way the, the music kind of washes over you is kind of unsettling. Right. In a, in a good way, you know. And it serves the message yes, here. Yes, absolutely. Right? So the second song we're going to listen to is from the second side of the EP. Um, it's called It's Her Factory. And this is um, about as feminist as a song as you can get. Yeah, from four dudes at the time. Yeah, right. right. And later women were. Four in dudes the game. in 1980. Right. <laughs> you know, so uh, mad props to them. And let's listen to It's Her Factory, uh, Gang of Four from 1980. Thank you. 
so homework mm-hmm. work in the home is yes. the factory right. of, of, of women, of, of women. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and so you've got this mm-hmm. uh, gender role stultification being right. attacked mm-hmm. um, subjugation of women mm-hmm. and you know I was mentioning later on in later iterations mm-hmm. of Gang 4 women were members of the group right. at this time this is their pre right the original band right, before right. four guys and uh, yeah, what is Sarah the lyric is, the lyric is in a man's world because they're not men right <laughs> you know right and uh, it's uh, I love the little um, melodica um, yeah uh, instrumentation is very unusual little here tiny bit of saxophone that yeah, just kind of like sneaks in yeah, yeah. they got right. a squonk that they've right. got to bring in from time to time so. Um, it's a kind of a bleak song. Um, yeah, this isn't the happiest no. EP. It's it's pretty funny because mm-hmm. you know, here's Warner Brothers. Hey kids, you're gonna yeah. love Gang of Four, yeah. and then it's like, yay! Whoa, what is all this the stuff rise they're throwing? Of fascism, in. <laughs> right. watch out! And yeah. uh, women are being treated badly. I know, I know. Down uh, with the system, uh-huh. you know. So, yeah. So you can tell why we loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoke to this kid. Yes. Um, Let's listen to the last song on the record, which, again, takes a, a very uh, kind of radical lyrical approach. Uh, it's called Armalite Rifle. It's uh, probably the most um, conventional yeah. sounding, yeah. even though mm-hmm. it's conventional for Gang of Four yeah, rather right. than conventional for... For any other pop yeah, band, right. right. But more uh, traditional uh, sounding. Extremely anti-gun song, and it also mentions the Troubles, Um as we had been talking in an earlier podcast about Stiff Little Fingers and about uh, the undertones. And uh, so let's play a little of Armalite Rifle, Gang of Four from the Yellow EP 1980.
damage do you damage blow your right blow your legs right off i don't know what more you can say you know fits in a pram yeah the kids are gonna love gang of four right yeah. <laughs> um you saw gang of four live right i don't think i did never no, no. okay I, I saw them a number of times and uh i saw the early version of the band at the agora um in atlanta and they they were amazing, amazing. The first, the first story I really have about Gang of Four was when I was attending the South Carolina um, Governor's School. They now have a governor's school for the arts. It wasn't called that back then because it was so long ago they didn't even know what they were doing. They basically sent all the kids from high school who qualified, and I don't know how I qualified, to take some. Um, we went to um, the College of Charleston, we stayed there for the summer. We took some courses, some college courses, and we just kind of hung out. And uh, we had these ultra cool hall monitor people who were college guys, college guys and girls, you know. And uh, we had this one guy who was really into music who was on my hall. And I went into his room one time and was hanging out with him. And uh, um, I think he was actually smoking marijuana. Uh-oh. And, uh, but, uh, He's yeah. going to be retroactively fired from yeah. his hall monitor job in 1980 yeah. or 81. Yeah, yeah, don't tell anyone. But he had this record, Entertainment by Gang of Four, in it, which has a very arresting cover about the Indian and the cowboy. And, and I was looking at it, and he was playing it, and I was like, can I borrow this and, and, and put it on cassette? And he's like, sure, take it. And I, I, I borrowed it, and... Uh, I copied it over, you know, and uh, I wore that thing out. It was mm-hmm. it was like a, a a door opened in my brain, you know, mm-hmm. listening to the Gang of Four. There, I, there really hadn't been anything like that for me. It really, really got me. Really, mm-hmm. I was hooked. And so when I saw them at the later at the uh, at the Agora, they were really something. And I got to see them two or three more times, a couple mm-hmm. of different periods. Um, I saw them when Sarah Lee was playing bass back in the um, the Songs of the Free period when they were getting a little bit more commercial. Um, they were always a great band and uh, very intense, very, very, very intense. Yeah, this is a serious band. This is yeah. not a, when you think about being bass forward right. and mm-hmm. being funky. You're mm-hmm. thinking. Oh, dance music, right? Or, you know, especially when we, we were talking a little bit about pylon. Mm-hmm. Pylon's got the sparseness right. and the bass forwardness, but that is music to dance to. And, this and is fun. More like, th- this is yeah. music to, to write a term paper to, right. right? I mean, they were pretty grim on stage. There wasn't a lot of smiling. There, there was a little bit, you know, but uh, they, they came out, they would always wear suits and... Uh, um, 
Andy Gill was just an amazing guitar player that he would just look at his guitar and it would make feedback and it was just it was it was really something really enjoyed them live is what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this is a really interesting record yeah I think that precision is one of the words that I think about with them because mm-hmm. it's even though it's sparse it's precise yeah all and the parts fit in very yeah yeah it's yeah. it's um it's minimalist mm-hmm. you know, without being yeah. empty and the production is very dry there's not um you know a lot of reverb and or echo or anything it's it's it's, it's very you know in your face it's flat uh, it's this is what we're doing check mm-hmm. it out you know. Um, and it, it holds up to, to repeated listenings. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listening to all this stuff again today, you know, is, is really, I, I'm enjoying it very much. So, do you hear anybody covering the Gang of Four? This is a, <laughs> this is a hard one. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's almost, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like a chamber music group, mm-hmm. right? Because of, of the... The sparseness of the instrumentation yeah. mm-hmm. and um, maybe a Kronos Quartet or yeah. someone, uh-huh. you know, where you would get right. that, that precision mm-hmm. um, and that seriousness. It's almost like it takes that type of musicianship. Yes. Okay. Um, I would go with that. Um, um, I don't. I don't have anything better than that to, to say. Um, do you have a recommendation for today? My recommendation would be uh, use bookstores, Mm -hmm. Um, particularly, you know, a couple times here we've been reaching for some of our, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our youth's um, politics, right? Yeah, right. Politics circa 78. Right. You know, early Back in the mists of time. Yeah, there there was a great series pre the the series for dummies. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a great series of basic... um, political books um i'll I'll post a link for you okay it's the sort of thing in a used bookstore that you might be able to get like sort Mm -hmm. of these stripped down beginner's guide to marks beginner's Mm -hmm. guide to the vietnam war right right? so um those sort of uh, time capsules Mm -hmm. i think would be really informative yes that's something you're either trying to brush up on your own memories right or um you know trying to to look more into um something that might have happened that time you know just before you were around right (laughs) right and um you know i'm i think i've got a one of I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. maybe marks for beginners yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that um, on the bookshelves at home. And so, that's a good one because there's there's a lot to digest there. And right. So. so, you know, these are not dumbed down, but no. they are stripped away. Mm-hmm. They're very helpful. So, um, you know, go into a, a, a good used bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got several here in, in the Triangle area of, mm-hmm. uh, of North Carolina and looking for some of those Period political pieces. I think that would be very helpful. Yeah. Interesting uh, and fun. I don't have a political um, thing to recommend, but I do have a book that I've just finished. Um, it's by Kenneth Womack. It's about the Beatles. It's called uh, Solid State, the story of the making of Abbey Road and the breakup of the Beatles. Um, the, the Abbey Road box has just come out recently. And uh, Kenneth Womack is doing the the liner notes now it used to be mark lewinson i'm I'm not sure why mark isn't doing anymore but kenneth is a great writer as well he wrote that book about uh, george martin that you gave me uh, uh, Mm -hmm. called the sound pictures 
So talking about the recording of um, Abbey Road, he he definitely brings in a lot of the George Martin perspective, which Mm -hmm. is really interesting, I think. And he does talk a little bit more than your average Beatles book about the equipment. That's why it's called Solid State, because they had a new console that that wasn't all tube built it was solid state and it, it, yeah. it so, caused a different sound for Abbey Road. So solid state sort of mm-hmm. would have been that um, the, the state of the art between yes. the tube era and then the digital era. Right, right, exactly. So uh, it's a, it's well written. It's got a lot of um, you know interesting recording geek stuff in it. There's a big long article part of it about the Moog synthesizer. And about how George Harrison really got into the Moog. He got a Moog Mark III and had it shipped over. Mm-hmm. And it was this giant contraption. And they played it using the ribbon. They didn't even use the keyboard. They oh, used nice. the ribbon when they moved the finger across. And and he did it on Here Comes the Sun. And um, McCartney used it on Maxwell Silverhammer. And it's a, it's a good book if you're into the Beatles. Um, I'll probably be posting a review of it soon on our website. And... Um, that's my recommendation. All right. So, Gang of Four. Yes. Punky, funky polemics. Yes. Good stuff. Um, uh, worth checking out. Uh, anything else? No. I think you have. I, it sounds like you've got homework, but you don't. I yes. think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will talk to you next time. Thank you very much. Next time. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for for sharp sharp people. people.
begin.